0: This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro.
1: And welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I am your host, Robert Dodaro, the founder of Prism Wealth Management. And with me, as always, is my guest host, Tony Shore. How are you doing this week, Mr. Tony? Oh,
0: I am doing well, Uh, just trying to to keep up with everything. It's a busy time of the year with uh, so much traveling and so many things to get done. You know how it is. Uh, I know you know how it is. You've been all over the place, Uh, financial uh, conferences and meeting with clients. I know you're really a busy guy, so I'm glad we get a chance to do the show each week so I can see what's up with my buddy Robert. What's going on with you?
1: That's right. Yeah, I know, man. We, we did Utah this year. We've done Phoenix twice this year. I went out to California be earlier this year as well, too. I've got uh, Florida coming up next week, and right. uh, I think Missouri and Minnesota, and then... <laughs> Then my my travels of 2022 uh, better be done. Uh, I will just say I don't I don't want any more trips uh, after all those as right. well. But uh, it's always fun, especially when we get to take time with the kids and go traveling and all that as well too, uh, and just spending time. Uh, I know it's a crazy world out there. We're going to talk about that on the show today. Uh, we're really going to talk about some things that are going on in the state of Ohio today. But uh, it is important to remind yourself, you know, you got to take a break every now and then and just enjoy life, right? Like you've got to get away, clear your head, recharge your battery. Uh, You'll be amazed at how much faster you can get things done. Once you've taken a moment to clear things, you know, clear your head, relax, and then try and focus on what's important. So uh, as crazy as the world may be right now, try and keep that in mind. And hopefully that helps you as we go through. But uh, as you know, if you've heard the show before, if you haven't heard the show before, this show is all about helping the people of Ohio better understand what's going on with their wealth, what's going on in the economy, what's going on in the markets, what's going on with your retirement situation, uh, what are some choices out there, options out there, uh, what things may make sense for you. Uh, This is all here to help you better understand your wealth and the wealth of the people of Ohio. Uh, so this week, actually, we've got some great stuff lined up for you. Well, some great, some not so great. Uh, you know, first, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, which states did the best and which states did the worst uh, in terms of job performance during the 2020 recession that we went through a couple years ago, like who fared the worst during the pandemic uh, during that time. Uh, we also want to talk a little bit, the, the government is talking about changing some of the rules again on retirement. They haven't settled on what changes they're going to make, but we do want to take a little bit of time and talk about some of the possible changes that are coming up and what it could mean for your ability to save for retirement and enjoy retirement. Uh, And as always, every week for our bonus segment for our podcast listeners, uh, we're going to have a little extra. So there's been some investigating going on into the state teachers retirement fund uh, lately. Uh, That's been in the news. And so we want to touch on what's going on in there and what's been happening. Is it a big deal? Is it a big concern? Or what's going on over there? Uh, So every week, if you're listening on the radio on 93.5 FM, keep in mind, uh, you can always go to our website, my PrismWealth.com and click on the radio tab, uh, and it'll take you there where you can listen to our show and any of our past shows anytime you want. And there you will catch the extra bonus podcast segment of this show. Uh, if you're a podcast listener out there, you know you can find us uh, pretty much on every platform that is out there, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast. You can find us all over the place there. Uh, hopefully, one day we'll be on a YouTube channel for you <laughs> so you can see some of these yeah. things. But in the meantime, we do make it easy for you. So if you hear some of the things we're talking about and some of the articles we talk about on our show today, and you're like, I kind of want to read more on that, just get signed up for our mailing list. If you text your email address, your name and email address to 330 Zero one two three. 123 we will add you to our email list. So every week you'll get a list of the articles that we go over, some of our show notes. Uh, Plus, you get invited to all the events that we do, the complimentary workshops that we do throughout the year as well, too. Uh, Again, all you got to do is text your name and email to 330-804-0123.
0: All right. Well, uh, this is going to be great. I know that you wanted to start off uh, by talking about uh, some job losses, right?
1: Yeah, so there was uh, an article in the Hill uh, that basically reviewed which states did the worst, and the Brookings, Inst- Brookings Institution uh, went out and said which ones, lo- which states lost the most jobs. So Since the you know, pandemic, right? Since the yep. pandemic. So the state of New York, no surprise, is number one at losing the most <laughs> jobs. So not the thing you want to yeah. win. They lost almost 297,000 jobs since the pandemic yeah. began. So the state of New York is bleeding yeah. jobs.
0: Of uh, course, and their they're... population is quite large and they have uh, a lot of jobs to, lo- to lose, especially in the service industry. Right. So that's probably lending mm-hmm. something. But that's that's an astronomical number oh. that I notice is a, a lot bigger than any other. Even it's it's over twice as m- many as number two.
1: Well, even like you look at the the the, the ports and everything that are going yeah, on out yeah. there, uh, and, and and all that stuff. Uh, so you know, there's there's good news and bad news in this report, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so. Basically, we always like to compare ourselves. Like, how are we doing to our neighbors, you know, when it comes to Pennsylvania and Michigan, right? Because we always want to do better than our neighbors. Yes, we want to do better than Uh, Michigan, for sure. Definitely Michigan. You know, Pennsylvania is up there on our list, too. Well, Pennsylvania lost the second most amount of jobs at 118,000. Michigan lost the third most jobs at about $105,000. I don't want to laugh at that,
0: but uh, I'm not laughing at that. It's terrible when people lose jobs, but both of our direct, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a healthy competition as far as uh, seeing how we rank amongst our neighbors. Both Pennsylvania and Mm -hmm. Michigan uh, lost more jobs than Ohio, apparently.
1: Yeah, the problem is Ohio came in at number four, oh. and that's the bad wow. news. The state of Ohio lost 83,000 jobs. It's not 105, and it's not 118. Uh, I wish they broke it down per capita for you so you could kind of see, based yeah. on the size of the state, that how that breaks down a little bit better. Uh, but they, they didn't share that information in here. and they You know, uh, these surveys, I, I like looking at them, but I always like it better when they actually give you the real survey so you can look at the data and see what gems they may yes. be hiding from yeah. you. Uh, And and you don't get that with this article. But you do get to see uh, the states that are struggling and the states that have not recovered as well. Uh, And it definitely seems like the the Mideast states will say, you know, the the, the Rust Belt states uh, tended to do not as good because Illinois was right after Ohio, then Minnesota. Uh, Then it starts branching out. But Wisconsin was number nine. So a lot of the Rust Belt area is the area that, uh, you know, struggled more and, you know, with auto manufacturing being down, not being able to produce as many cars uh, as well too, that's sure. all, uh, it, it all makes sense, you know, but we also, it's something that, okay, we need to recover from, we right. need to do better. I mean, look at that. Uh, it's just a states strip of better. connected
0: states. It's New York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Michigan, and Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then Illinois and Minnesota. Yeah. And yeah. and then Wisconsin so, is in there. So yeah, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, so it's it's that area which says something there. Now, you'd hope that infrastructure bill that they passed would uh, you know bring some things back in the area, and maybe it is because it seems like every single road is under construction right now, uh, all at the same time. I don't you know navigating. (laughs) We live in small town Worcester, and it's you know I mean like trying to get around here is like operating a maze a lot of times. Every city I travel to is under construction. It seems
0: like. I'm like well surely they would never plan to tear up this major artery if the backup artery is also no the the you know they close one road or one highway and I think okay so instead of taking that highway I'm gonna take this other highway that most people would naturally take oh no that's closed as well at the same time and I'm like what genius decided to tear down the two majorities that, you know, the backup road, you'd think they would coordinate this, but apparently they just decided to do every road all at once. (laughs) Well, so it's like it's the
1: rip the Band-Aid off approach with all these things.
0: Like we're just going to get
1: it all done as fast as possible, and people can suffer through yeah. it. And and my like the only person who would come to that conclusion on something like infrastructure and roads is someone who's just been completely disconnected from the life of the average person, right?
0: Yeah, like, like, just, like, just like doesn't com-
1: doesn't relate to those problems yeah, anymore yeah. Uh, and, and things yeah. like that. Because yeah, it does make it harder on small businesses, and it does make it harder on just people in general to commute, sure. and they're spending more time back on the road and everything else. uh, But in any case, you know, we know the job market has changed quite a bit in the state of Ohio. Uh, This is one reason why we say it's important to understand what do you do like with those old 401ks, right? Like you have, uh, you've changed jobs, you have your old 401k, should you roll it over into the new company employer when you get hired at the new job? And there are two jobs available for every unemployed person out there right now. So you should be able yeah. to hopefully find another job out there, or maybe it might require some moving or something like that. But uh, hopefully there's another position out there that will keep you happy uh, as well. But when that time comes, should you take it and move it into your own traditional island? Should you move it into the new company plan? Uh, you know, f- uh, fiduciary advisors have to go through and explain all these advi- options to you. Like, hey, e- these are your different choices. These are the pluses and minuses along with them. It's what we have to do when we get together with people. By the way, here's the fees, you're, where, what you're paying right now, what you will be paying there, what you would be paying if you were going with us. Here's as fair a comparison and breakdown as we can make it for you uh, in terms of what you're paying, what you're getting, the service that are being offered, uh, and really the, the cost-benefit analysis for you, so to speak. Uh, but you need to start thinking about it because, in a lot of ways, you know, when you're inside of a 401k, uh, the the difference between being in a 401k and a traditional IRA, let's say, um, you know, 401k uh, is through your employer. First off, as where a traditional IRA is through yourself. It's an individual plan. Uh, your 401k, uh, you put money in, you get a tax deduction for when you. You go pre-tax. You may get a match Uh, when you're in. When you're coming time to pick investments, uh, you're limited to the choices of the 401k plan. Now they could give you a broad selection. Sometimes it's only a handful of choices in there, but you're only able to choose from the options in that plan. As where a traditional IRA can be practically anything nowadays. I mean, it can be an annuity, it can be a mutual fund, it can be a stock, it can be gold, it can be uh, even there's options of buying property now and artwork with an IRA uh, as well, too. So, I mean, aside from uh, like precious jewels, right, I think those are probably the only thing that can't be an IRA at this point in time. So you definitely have a bigger selection with a traditional IRA versus
0: sure. a 401k plan. But you can in have there. a precious um, metals um, investment inside an IRA, hmm. right?
1: Correct. Yes. You can do precious. You can't do precious stones, uh, but you can do gold, silver, things like that, other commodities uh, that are publicly traded. But precious stones aren't publicly traded. Jewels aren't publicly traded. So that's that's different. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diamonds. Uh, There's no uh, diamond IRA as far (laughs) as I know. If I'm wrong, someone call me and let me know. But I haven't I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, and there. But, uh, you know, the other side is taxes and withdrawals, right? Like both with a 401k and a traditional IRA, if you're under the age of 59 and a half and you take money out, uh, not only is it taxable, but you have to pay the 10% penalty. That's true across the board. The difference being when you take from an, a 401k, by law, that 401k is required to withhold at least 20% for taxes. Not to say that you owe 20% in taxes, just that is the minimum amount of Taxes they are required to withhold on every distribution. As where your traditional IRA, you have control over the taxes. You can say I want to take ten percent, twenty percent. I want to take no taxes out. I'll pay the taxes later. I'm not. You know, you have different options for what you can do and a little bit more control. So the difference between your old 401k and a traditional IRA, generally speaking, and one thing, usually traditional IRAs, you're going to pay a little bit more in fees, but you have more options and you have more control over the taxes and how you spend the money out of the account. So you need someone who can put them side by side and show you, you know, which options really make the best sense for you. And that's what we do at Prism Wealth Management. That's why we do this show, The Wealth of Ohio Show and Podcast. If you want us to help you look at your options, all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330 330- 804 But we'll be right back in just a moment with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. We're going to be talking about some of the changes the government will be making or should be making by the end of the year on retirement plans. But we'll be right back in just a moment.
0: Do you feel prepared for retirement? Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management works to help people navigate the uncertainties of retirement strategies. If you would like help understanding complex topics like social security, tax deferral, or growing your nest egg, visit his website at wealthofohio.com or give his office a call at 330-804-0123 or online at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Robert DeDaro. And Robert, good one so far today. We've been talking about uh, job losses and uh, looked at some of the states who have lost the most jobs since the pandemic and how we in Ohio compare to surrounding states. And uh, we talked about... um, a little bit about, um, you know, some other things. You know, we're going to look at pensions and tax legislation. So, what do you have for us next?
1: So, you know, earlier in the year, uh, the House passed uh, the Secure Act 2.0. The Senate is currently passing their own version. In fact, there's actually a couple different versions of these rules that are floating about. So uh, retirement changes are on the horizon, folks. Nothing is finalized, so I don't want anyone to think that any of these things have been passed yet or anything. Uh, But there's so many different versions of bills that are ready to be passed. Uh, What they're waiting for is Another bill to be voted on. So this is this is how our government works these days. Sadly, is that they don't just pass a bill like they have a bill that people all like that everybody wants to vote for. They can't just bring it to the House and put it put it on the floor and vote for it. Uh, instead, they have to wait for like a big spending bill or something else like that to go through. And when that law is going through, they attach all these other little laws to it so that way they all pass together at once and a lot of big changes. So. If there is a big spending bill done between now and the end of the year or just a big tax bill or anything else like that, it is very likely that some version of these new retirement rules are going to be slipped in with that bill. So with that in mind, we kind of feel like it's a good idea to start talking about what are some of these changes, what may be on the horizon, how it could impact you, uh, so that way you might be a little bit better prepared for these things. So... You know, Tony, uh, I think we've talked plenty of times before about the SECURE Act 1.0, so for those who don't remember the secure act 1.0 passed in December of 2019. So right at the end of 2019, right before 2020 starts, uh, kind of what I expect to happen this year. Uh, the government passed a whole bunch of new retirement rules. There were 37 changes, uh, that were designed to have more transparency in your retirement accounts, uh, to make it where people would contribute more to their 401k plans, whether it be through mandatory contributions, um, or just in general, um, you know, they want to put more money in there, more tax incentive for employers to offer plans, just things like that in general. The two big changes that they did, of course, was they changed the RMD age, required minimum distribution age. So required minimum distribution is when you are forced to start taking money out of your traditional IRAs. Uh, Currently, the age is 72, Prior to Secure Act 1.0, it was age 70 and a half. So before you had to take money out starting the year you turned 70 and a half, take a little bit of money out of your IRAs and pay the taxes on it if you weren't already spending that money. Uh, At the end of 2019, they raised it to 72. Some of the new proposals have the age being raised as high as age 75. This way, if you don't need the money out of there, you can leave it in there and keep letting it grow. Why do they do that, right? Like, why would they keep let? Like, I mean, why is the government giving up tax revenue, right? Like, that's that's kind of the way they look at it. They want to sure. present it, but the re- the reality is they're making a lot more money. Right. Uh, it's it's very likely when you're retired that you're in a pretty low tax bracket. Most people are uh, that we meet with, and if you were taking that money out, you'd probably be paying a low tax rate. When you leave it to your family, it's very probable and very possible that your surviving family is paying much yes. higher tax on that money when you go by as well. This is why we do tax analysis as part of the Clear Retirement Solution is so we can look at these things and see, does it apply to you or does it not apply to you? Uh, because if, again, if you can get the money out at a lower tax rate, uh, you can do different things with it. Like you can do Roth conversions. Now, I want to be very clear here. You cannot do a Roth conversion on the money you are required to take. You can only do a Roth conversion on the money above that. You know, so RMD actually hurts your ability to do Roth conversions. This is why you want to do them beforehand, but. A Roth conversion is just where you take the money out of your IRA, your traditional IRA, pay the taxes on it, move it into a Roth IRA where it will now grow tax-free moving forward, which is a great benefit in there. And when you die, it passes on to your family tax-free. In fact, when you die and you leave a Roth IRA to your family, they can put it into an inherited Roth IRA now and leave the money in there for an extra 10 years and get 10 years of tax-free growth after you die. Right that's tax planning. That's understanding the way the rules work, the way the laws work. And when laws change, what options do you have? So if you get three more years in there, potentially, that's three more years of Roth conversions you can do if you don't have to start drawing at 72 and can wait till 75. So there are opportunities. There are there are options out there. Even though inflation's high, the market's dropping, all those things are happening. There are things you can control. There are opportunities you can take advantage of, and taxes are one of those. And I, I want to send a quick thank you to all the people who attended our tax workshop this past week at the Galaxy Restaurant uh, and banquet center up in Wadsworth. We had a great time out there, got some great food, great knowledge. Uh, we have another workshop coming up. So taxes is one thing you control. Another thing you can control is social security. You can't control everything about them, but you, know, you do have some control in here where decisions you make can lead to you making more money over your lifetime. So this next workshop is going to be out in Worcester. We're going to be at the OARDC, Ohio State University's Agricultural School uh, at the Schishler Center out there. Uh, it is going to be Tuesday, August 16th or Wednesday, August 17th. You can come either night. You do not need to go to both nights, uh, but we're going to cover Social Security in depth uh, and let you know what you need to know about it uh, as well and hopefully answer a lot of questions for you. Uh, all you need to do to register is call 330 330- 804 0123. Again, that's 330 804 0123. Tuesday, August 16th, Wednesday, August 17th, 6 p.m. at the OARDC Schischler Center in Worcester. Uh, if you can't remember all that because it's a mouthful, then just go to myprismwealth.com and click on our events tab. Uh, you can register th- for the event online as well. too. So, you know, getting back to it, Tony. So lots of changes on the horizon. RMD changes are one of them. Uh, they're, they're trying to potentially make it to where more mandatory contributions are going into 401ks. Um, and, you know, the, the generic theme I see behind a lot of these changes in the past couple of years is uh, we want to give you every opportunity possible to leave your money in the market. Right. You know, you can contribute more. Uh, you can uh, leave it in there longer, uh, more incentives to put in early and everything else like that. And you have to think about it in a natural yeah. way. Right. Like the boomers are retiring. OK. The, and the boomers have most of the money in the country as well, too. Um, so as they retire and they start spending their money, they have to sell their investments to spend That's that right. money. Right. So if you're selling in the market all the time, does that allow for growth in the market? No. Not as much. You need someone buying yeah. in and leaving so their it money is a, in, it in is order a good to sustain thing
0: making. So the changes you talked about, some of the, you know, uh, extending mm-hmm. the RMD uh, age, mm-hmm. uh, all of yeah. these changes you're talking about, especially regarding taxes, you're right. I, I think they're good and they're encouraging people to save and invest for retirement more trying to get all the millennials out there another large generation could be bigger than the baby Mm -hmm. boom generation but they need to once they get into full-time jobs start investing more in the market right
1: well absolutely and this is what it's designed to do but here's the problem that i have you're putting into these accounts not because you want to save for retirement and i know the name of the account says retirement so you would naturally think that's why you would put the money (laughs) in there right? But the reality is you're putting this in there to save on taxes, okay? That's the name of the game. And the idea is that the money you save in taxes, by allowing that money to grow for a long time, you should net yourself and make a huge profit uh, off of that transaction by waiting a long time, right? That's the whole idea behind it. But... The math changes when they change these rules. Okay, the calculation is different now. Just like any math problem, when you look at one plus one equals two, all right. If you change one of those ones to a four, four plus one no longer equals two. Right. Right. Like that. 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 that We all understand that. You change one of the numbers, all of a sudden you have a different answer in there for what you should be doing. So all of these changes now. Some of them may not affect you, but some of them could have very large impacts on you because if you are paying a higher tax rate now uh, or even that, like, say, for instance, uh, you are uh, in the lower income brackets in this country, which a lot of people pay zero income tax. You know, I know a lot of people don't think that, but a lot of people do. You have incentives whereby you can put money into your uh, you're, so there, there's there's the uh, the, the qualified uh, income credit or the er, the uh, earned income credit. Sorry, uh, with that as well, uh, with that as well. So what that one does basically is when you are a lower income person, if you start contributing to your 401k, you can get a bonus of up to a thousand dollar credit on your taxes when you file. Okay, so when you file, you get up to a thousand dollars put in your pocket. Okay, this is tax free money put in your pocket. How is the government changing that? Well, the government said, well, instead of us giving you the money at tax time, we're gonna make it part of the match in your 401k. So we will, instead of giving you the money, we'll put the money in the 401k on your behalf as well too. What's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that is if you withdraw the money later, it's taxable. So instead of getting it tax-free, now you're making it taxable money to yourself as well too. So you have to understand the rules and understand when things are benefiting you and when things are hurting you. And in a lot of cases, you know, we all know the government, it's always, oh, we're here, we're, we're doing this to help you. You know, this is, what we're doing this to help you. Uh, but when you look at it on paper, you realize, hang on, you're not really helping me that much. You're actually kind of making it harder on me in some ways. Um, everyone knows this. When the government makes changes to the rules, there will be winners and there will be losers. So you always have to ask yourself, what changes do I need to make so I can stay in the winners category instead of moving over into the loser side of thing? I don't want to be the one that has to pay more than what I need to pay to get something, right? Like that's, you know, no one, no one likes overpaying, you know, right? Like when you go buy a car and they say, well, I know the sticker says that, but we're going to add another $10,000. No, no one likes that. No, there's, not a person out there who wants that to happen. So we always want to feel like we're getting a good deal. And in some cases these these changes are good. So I don't want to act like all these changes are bad or anything else like that. I don't even know what the changes are going to be right now. All I'm saying is is that it's likely that these changes happen and when they do, you need to pay attention and you need to have a plan in place so that way you can adjust things and make sure that you're still moving forward and moving towards your personal goals in life. That's what having an advisor about that's 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 what's having someone there to help you out with your finances is there for to stay on top of these changes when they happen and help guide you so What we do, we call it our clear retirement solution. It's the process that we take people through. One to identify where they stand, but two also to to identify what options they have moving forward. So here's where you are right now. Here's the choices you have for getting to where you want to be. Do you want us to help you with those steps, or do you want to go find someone else to help you with those steps? That that's really your choice at that time. But we're here. If you want us to help you, we will, and this is how we can help you. Here's a fair cost comparison, so you know what you're paying and everything else. We try and be as transparent as possible about all those things when we get together. But it does depend on what options you want to use. But all you need to do to get started on building your own complimentary process, your own complimentary clear retirement solution is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. Or you can always visit us on the web at myprism.com. Wealth.com. But that's about all the time we have for the Wealth of Ohio show. We're going to be right back with more of the Wealth of Ohio podcast in just a moment, where we're going to talk about what's going on with the State Teachers Retirement Fund. Uh, They're doing they're doing an audit of the investments in there, and I think some people probably want to know what's going on. So we'll be right back in just a moment with the Wealth of Ohio podcast. Thank you to all of our Wealth of
0: Ohio show listeners out there. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan for more information please contact robert nadaro at prism wealth management call 330-804 0123 or visit them online at
2: wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. is believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prison Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. And welcome back to the
0: Wealth of Ohio podcast. This is the bonus segment for our podcast listeners of the show. And it was a great show today. We talked about uh, states losing uh, the most jobs since the pandemic. We talked about retirement savings tax legislation that's being proposed. And how it might affect retirees and their retirement funds and now you mentioned we're gonna talk about the Ohio teachers pensions I I always Mm -hmm. uh, my ears perk up whenever I hear the word pension because I'm always jealous that I don't work somewhere where I get a pension because I'd prefer a pension Mm -hmm. over a 401k any day Um, I wish uh, more companies still gave them but fortunately for government workers and teachers There typically are pensions, but what is going on in Ohio with the pensions for teachers?
1: So there are different state pensions. You have OPERS, you have S-E-R-S, and you have S-T-R-S. So we're talking about the last wow. one, the State Teachers' Retirement Fund. That's already Fund. more than okay. I okay. do. Okay, S-T-R-S. about it? Yeah. yeah, there's so three different pensions. Uh, this one, you have to be a teacher uh, to, to qualify here, or there's some school administrators, but overwhelmingly, this is the Teachers' Retirement Fund. And there's $92 billion in the Teachers' Retirement Fund for for their pensions and all that. And uh, the interesting thing is there's about 166,000 active members in there. So if you do the math, on average... There's almost $550,000 of pension money set aside for every active member wow. uh, of the city. Yeah, right? You know, so uh, it's one thing, you know, I know it's not a popular opinion when I talk to my teacher friends and everything, but I do remind them that like, if you if you add up the money that's being put in your pension, your salary is actually quite competitive. Uh <laughs> in there sure. it's just do you want the money now or do you want it later and I, I work with tons of retired teachers and their pensions are normally pretty darn good uh the problem is that the state teachers' pension was supposed to have a three percent cost of living adjustment every year and in 2017 the cost of living adjustment went down so a group of retired teachers got together and said why are we not getting more money right like there's been all this growth in the market you know going back to 2017 17, right? I know recently, not as much. But, you know, going back to that time, there was a lot of growth in the market. Why are we not seeing gross? And why are we not able to get our cost of living? So, Naturally. And, and, and there's a great article that's in our show notes. Remember, if you want to get the show notes, all you got to do is text your name and email to 330-804-0123. Again, just text your name and email to 330-804-0123. But the Ohio Capital Journal wrote a good article on this. And so naturally, the first thought is, well, are they picking bad investments? Or are they picking investments with high fees and everything? So these retired teachers hired a firm, uh, an investment firm, to go in and audit the state pension funds and review and see if they were acting as true fiduciaries in there, right? Um, and according to the article, the state teachers fund has turned over tons of documents, but of course the investigator says that they need more documents. And the, I think we've all seen enough investigations now to know that this is kind of how they go, right? We we want everything. Well, here's everything I can give you. Well, that's not enough, right? Uh, <laughs> We've seen it too many times. So, um, but what ends up happening is uh, some of the investments were using things like private equity. And uh, the, the people investigating are wondering why, because private equity positions do tend to be a little bit higher fee position. But as the article points out, they've been some of the better performing positions for the fund uh, since they started using them as well too. And that's part of the reason why they bought them is because they needed to balance out performance why do they? Well, first off, private equity. So like when you go buy stock in Apple, Apple is publicly traded. OK, so you can just go on any stock exchange and buy a share of Apple, basically uh, with it as where private equity is not publicly traded. You're buying into a private company that is not out on the market. So it, it it's traded a little bit differently and it's managed a little bit differently uh, and all that. And there are firms that invest in private companies instead of public companies out there. But because they're private, they tend to be a little bit more expensive to get into. There's a little bit more work involved in there. It's not not surprising on that end uh, as well, too. So In a lot of ways, they're just questioning what's going on here. Are these the right position? Are they not the right position? Uh, It's tricky and it's complicated. And I've even had to have this conversation with my clients because uh, when we set your risk tolerance, right, like pension funds have to generally be conservative, right? Like they can't be aggressive in their investment plan or anything like that. Uh, Well, going back to 2016, 2017 in our country, that was right around the last time that the Federal Reserve started raising interest rates. Okay. Uh, And whenever interest rates go up, bonds go down. So if you're in a large pension fund and you have to be conservative, chances are you've got a lot of bonds and you're looking at those bonds doing nothing but going down and you have to keep paying out the pension. You have that legal obligation. So this is where pension funds had to get creative and find alternative investments, things that wouldn't be classified as aggressive, uh, and create a new blend, so to speak, a new asset allocation, uh, whereby they could keep it somewhat conservative, but try and keep pace with the fact that a large chunk of the portfolio is going to be losing money for the foreseeable future. And this, like I said, is a conversation I've had with many of my clients, like, hey, for your conservative in the market. Traditionally, you have used bonds. Here's the bond market. Let's look at its performance over the last five years. I I, I know past is no indicator of future, but how much longer do you think interest rates are going to keep going up for? And how fast do you think they're going to keep going up? Because the more they go up, the more likely you are to lose money in those positions as well. And how much of your money do you want dedicated to something you feel you're going to lose in? right? Right. So this is where you have to get creative with your blends and navigate the waters. It's why you communicate with your clients and let them know what's going on, why you're doing what you're doing, the moves that you're making and making sure they are comfortable with those moves. So maybe the state teachers retirement fund didn't do a good job of communicating with people on these things. I don't know. Uh, But from when I read the article, so if you're a state teachers person out there, as of right now, I will say judgment pending on this one, uh, from what I see on its face, I don't like. I don't think there's anything nefarious going on here. In fact, I actually, right now, it looks like uh, this group of teachers and this investment firm are causing the state teachers fund to spend a lot of money and time on something instead of focusing on managing your money. However. After they get all the evidence, after they get everything, there could be something nefarious exposed. As of right now, nothing nefarious has been exposed, sure. though. With that as well, so you got to give it time. Like I say, judgment is still pending on this one. But if you're a state teacher, you definitely want to be paying attention. It's a great article. Again, if you want to get a copy of our, so when you get signed up for our newsletter, every week we just send you a copy of the show notes. What are the articles? What are some of the points that we talked about on the show this week? As well as a link to where you can listen to the show anytime, anywhere you want. Uh, as well. And then if we do one of our events, like the event we're having August 16th and August 17th uh, out at the OARDC here in Worcester, uh, we're going to be talking about Social Security that night. Uh, the 16th starts at 6 p.m. The 17th starts at 6 p.m. Uh, you can go one night or the other. You don't need to go to both. Uh, but it's a great time. And if you have questions about Social Security, especially I, I, if you're a state pension person, you know that your pension can offset your Social Security. So it's probably another question you have that we could help you answer. And that workshop uh, and get together and kind of help you understand how the rules work with all that as well. And all you need to do to attend one of those complimentary workshops is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. Or you can go to our website, my prismwealth.com. You can click on the radio link if you want to hear our shows. You can click on the events link if you want to go to one of our complimentary workshops. You can message us if you'd like to come in and start your own clear retirement solution with me uh, as well, too. It's really your choice. We're not here to pressure you. We're just here to help you and be as transparent as possible while we do it. Uh, But I think that's about all the time we have this week. Uh, You know, I hope we got some value. Uh, You know, hopefully the state of Ohio does better in the jobs market. Hopefully you're paying attention now and understanding when these rule change happen a little bit more about how they're impacting you. Uh, and hopefully if you're a state teacher, you understand that, okay, things aren't as bad as they may seem, but hopefully you get a good cost of living adjustment moving forward with everything as well, too. So, but we hope you've gotten good value out of this show. We hope you got good value out of your time. Uh, on behalf of Tony Shore, this is Robert Dodaro of Prism Wealth Management. You've been listening to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast, and we'll check you next week.